I'm Amy, sex educator, somatic sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm April, VP of an international high-end pleasure products company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. Hello, everyone. I am here without April. No April today. We love you, April. She's gone again. I'm at Burning Man 2018. If you hear the sound of a fan, that's because I am in a air-conditioned RV, which is quite the blessing right now, although this year is not death. Last year, I think it was like 110 every day, and I would have been very grateful to find this sanctuary last year. Um, this year we're about, I don't know, like 88, 90 degrees and I can actually survive and, and be outside and explore and climb on crazy art and be half naked. I'm currently wearing pasties and some uh, black and red ruffle shorts. Maybe we'll take a photo after. Um, and I'm here with some lovely guests that I will introduce in a moment. Um, they've been on our show before. They were on our show uh, a couple months ago. I want to say in like early spring, if you look up episode number 43, which is called Be Empowered Jiu-Jitsu for Self-Defense with Chris Balthasar, Balthasar, and episode number 45, Heart of Manifestation and Sacred Sexuality, that was with um, Cher Slater Bar-Levy and Lisa Nix Balthasar. Cher is not here, but we are with the lovely couple, Krisa, Krisa, (laughs) that's your name, Krisa. Krisa's here. So Chris and Lisa, and they're going to talk about Sacred Soulmates in a moment. Before we do, um, just a couple quick shout-outs. First of all, for Pure Pleasure. Pure Pleasure is having a sale this month. It's September, so it's uh, kink month at Pure Pleasure, but also if you know about Folsom Street Fair, um, it is uh, happening at the end of September in San Francisco. And we at Pure Pleasure are offering 20% of all kinky items in-store or online if you're buying online use coupon code kinky pp in all caps and that's at purepleasureshop.com and you get 20 percent off of all kinky things so uh, shop away get your kinky things and if you're not kinky and you want to explore it's a good time to do that uh, another shout out to margins wine um i don't actually have the information on the the codes because um i'm, I'm gonna guess what they are but if you go to marginswine.com Marge's Wine, April and I are obsessed with this wine. It is a woman-owned and operated raw wine, which is as organic as it gets. And she is based out of Santa Cruz, and April is a wine snob, and she loves that wine. So if you like really good wine, you want to support a woman-owned and operated business, and you like things that are raw, a.k.a. organic. Um, and if you didn't know that a lot of the organic wine on the market is kind of bullshit because they, I, I don't believe it's regulated by the uh, FDA. Um, they can still put all kinds of crazy shit in it. And you notice that alcohol doesn't have ingredient labels on it. So um, go raw, everyone. Go to marginswine.com. Sign up for her newsletter. I don't remember the codes, but if you listen to the past episodes, you can hear the codes. Um, I think it's like shameless 15 for 15% off of six or more. And um, But I could be wrong, so don't quote me. <laughs> but go listen to the last episode. And if you haven't, you should anyways, because... You need to learn things. And I just should have needed you. And that's, like, not the premise of our podcast. My bad. 
So, Burning Man. This is my seventh year. Um, I first came in 2011. I skipped 2013. Um, I'm having a great year. I got, came in on Wednesday. I, um, I So I came in later than most folks, and it's just been such a wonderful, glorious adventure and magic and oh, there's some little challenges here and there, but for the most part, this place is just, for those, those of you who think Burning Man sounds like a crazy thing and why would anyone want to do it, um, it's adult playground. <laughs> it's just like anything that you imagine that you want to do, you can pretty much do here except find a swimming pool, although there are people with kiddie pools. But um, it is it is just a place of creativity and expansiveness and um, wildness and freedom and uh, I just uh, highly recommend it if that's what you're looking for. It's not for everyone. It's a little dusty too, but um, this year's not as bad. So my guests, Chris and Lisa, they, uh, again, as I said, have been in past episodes. They have a magical Burning Man story and they're not just here to share a story. They are actually now offering retreats, workshops, and coaching um, with uh, under the name Sacred Soulmates because they have personally done a lot of work uh, on themselves and together to understand how to find and keep your sacred soulmate. And they have been through, I don't know if I want to say hell and back, but they've been through some roller coasters um, and have found each other in a really beautiful way. And they actually found each other at Burning Man in a, in a time when they, I don't think, were looking and had all doubts about... Um, settling down with someone else. I hate the term settling down. We'll call it something else. Um, uh, settling up? I don't know. <laughs> something more lively and joyful. Settling down's like, all right, my life is over now, so I'm going to calm the fuck down. Yeah, so um, I would love to invite you to introduce yourselves. Lisa, who, who are you? Tell us about yourself. Hello, Amy. I love I love being on the podcast with Amy and April. April, we miss you. But uh, yeah, Amy looks absolutely gorgeous over there with her little red heart pasties and her braids. She looks adorable. Um, so I am Lisa, but here at Burning Man, uh, I am shooting star. So when you're on the playa, you often will make a name up that really resonates to the deepest part of your soul or who you are kind of gives that extra <clears throat> feeling of being in a different world where you're in the moment and really literally no cell phones here, no checking in, you're off the grid. It's really, really cool. So uh, Shooting Star is my name and I love the soul work we're doing, the soul purpose work, and I'm going to let my beloved, sexy husband over here introduce himself. Who are you, Chris? Uh, <laughs> I was just trying to figure that out. Um, <laughs> I have a new playa name now. It's uh, this this year. I'm Truth. Oh, I like just that. Just came to me, so I'm trying that on. I've never had a playa name I really loved, but it changes back and forth. But um, uh, yeah, well, if you listen to that one podcast number, whatever it was, forty three. Yeah, be empowered. Be empowered, you. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Oh. Um, you might know a little bit about me from that. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm the very lucky sole partner and husband of the gorgeous Lisa Nix Balthazar. And I'm feeling really blessed to be sitting uh, with these two gorgeous, barely clothed women <laughs> here at Burning Man. Can we call that just like tip number one of Sacred Soulmates or maybe or just a 
partnership is to throw in as many appreciations for um, your partner and the god or goddess or god or you know, whomever you're with and i love that you uh, have no fear in identifying as you know that's like part of your identity is to be grateful to be in partnership with lisa and i just feel like folks don't do that enough and and i can't speak i mean i i, think I also speak for all genders but especially for men i think um to there's there's this idea that men should be they, they want to be you know free and independent and they you know the, the ball and chain thing right and um and i think it's really beautiful when you can reverse it to be this really sacred like honoring of being chosen by this person and being invited to share this journey so i just want to highlight that i don't know if that's like one of your tips it is it actually yeah when we we just did a workshop and um i'm glad you brought that up amy because we we have many tools, sacred tools that we teach, and um, it's sacred soulmates discover love, passion, and sacred intimacy like never before. And uh, so, heart-centered coaching and exotic vacation retreats discover the sacred steps for men and women manifesting deep sacred love. And so, when we did a workshop recently at, at Pure Pleasure, mm-hmm. which is great. Gratitude, which is what Chris just did, mm-hmm. showing gratitude for me, uh, is actually the number one step if you're going to take and put into your life, whether you're in a relationship, looking for a relationship, or just wanting to just live the best possible life you can, it's, it's such a common thing. Gratitude's no big magic elixir that everybody doesn't know about, but an attitude of gratitude each time you do that for whatever you have in your life, and especially in a relationship, you're just feeding that person's soul and heart. And it's, it, it is something that we do daily with each other. Both Chris and I have had tremendous loss and pain, love that was pulled away by death and by your ex-wife that, that was devastating. And so when you do find love again, you just have an even deeper gratitude, right? Yeah, there's that. Um, but, you know, that's something that you're really good at, you know, in relationship is really appreciating me. I've never felt so appreciated in my life. And that really goes a long way. We were talking about that at Pure Pleasure. Um, when I was, I was sort of talking to the men more, but it totally applies to women as well. Um, and that is if you really want to spice up your sex life, appreciate your partner and spice up the other parts of your relationship, your soul connection and your heart connection, you know, because your, in, your physical intimacy is, is always going to be better if your, your mind and your heart are really feeling blissful about your partner, right? And if there's resentment, you know, or whatever, then it's your, your sex is just not going to be as great, you know? And, and I was talking about how you know, when you first get in a relationship, you know, and, you know, the, the, the woman makes you, like, makes you a sandwich, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like, oh, you made me a sandwich? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, thank you so much. Like, God, I can remember the last time somebody made me a sandwich. This is so great. Oh, oh man, this is so great. Oh, it's delicious. What's in here? You know, and you're so appreciative, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, 10 years later, you're like, hey, babe, what's for lunch? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Where's my sandwich? Where's my sandwich? <laughs> you know, come on, I'm hungry. Hey, you, and, missed, you didn't put mayo on my sandwich this time. Right, you made it wrong. It's, it tastes funny. You know, and so it's like, get back to how much you appreciated each other in the beginning if you want the sex to be as hot as the first you know few months you were together make your 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 appreciation and your and the rest of your banter and your talk equally you know fresh mm-hmm. um, and it'll translate into the bedroom that's what I think 
I yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah the more any and in the bedroom, of course, too, to appreciate if like we always say on the podcast, if someone does something that you really like to appreciate that because the chances are they're going to do it again. But uh, there is the important step before that of in- incorporating that into your daily life. Um, and I can speak for myself in my partnership. That's one thing that um, my that we've gone through where my partners have craved more appreciations and has felt that I haven't appreciated the, uh, them as much as they'd like to see. And um, and so I, I can't say that I'm that ever, anyone's completely perfect at it. Like it's a practice, right? If you're not used to appreciating, or especially when we get comfortable and feel safe, or like you're saying, used to the used to the sandwich, we stop noticing things and we stop putting in that effort often. So it's it's a conscientious effort and an, a regular practice. And the more you practice it, the easier it gets. But it really does wonders for the soul. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's it it is awesome. And um, and I can say coming from a woman because sex and intimacy there's that whole animal side of you that that desire you have Mm -hmm. but when you start connecting and feeling really that you're appreciated through your heart through your soul and you have the mind connected to the yoni the whole thing everything working together that's when just Mm mind-blowing amazing intimacy happens and so with sacred soulmates um what we're teaching we thought about this a lot and The story, and I can share the story since we're here at Burning Man at some point, because it's about manifesting and pulling in a sacred soulmate, the the tools that I used. But um, what I was wanting to share is that when when you I'm I'm spacing out I met Burning Man yeah. I haven't had much sleep it's Saturday Burning Man all right We've, it's been they've probably been here a week the man burns oh. in a couple hours I think they were up till like five a.m. So. We were we were we were up till five or seven but um, and so I'm like totally spacing on what I was going to say but uh, I I am now I'm understanding so we created Sacred Soulmates and. When we did that, we weren't sure if we wanted to concentrate on just singles, men and women looking for a divine partnership, whatever that is for them. Or if we wanted to work with couples who are still in love and very happy, but they feel that some of that sacred intimacy and some of that connection has kind of died down a little bit. And they don't want to give up on the relationship, but they kind of want to find their way again. And the skills and the tools that we use for instance, gratitude will go a long way, works for both singles and couples. Okay, I'm back at it now. Yay. Remember what I was She's saying? She's back. <laughs> so, Coconut water. Um, we had a very passionate light not last night, too. <laughs> so that, that kind of got my head spinning a little bit. But uh, so, yeah, for, so those of you listening, whether you're single and looking or you're in a relationship and you just like to spice it up a little bit more, feel a little more connected, we have some wonderful tools that we use. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a retreat coming up in Mexico in November, uh, which we can talk about a little bit more later. And that is for singles and couples coming. Well, and just to finish up, you know, your gratitude. You know, we talked, I just talked about gratitude in terms of uh, a couple or relationship. But we were also talking about how gratitude is such a great quality to, to nurture when you're single um, in terms of really being content and at peace with who you are and being complete and whole in who you are. <laughs> before you're trying to find somebody else because you don't really want to go find somebody who completes you. Mm. You want to be complete so that the partnership is like a healthy partnership built on two solid pillars, not two half standing up pillars that need each other just for support because that, you know, 
can fall apart sometimes. Well, there's a um, lot of expectations there for someone else to fill the, these voids that yes. you're, you know, they're right. expecting them to meet you when you're not meeting yourself. Right. And that's just like a, a setup for lots of challenges and maybe even some failure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'd mentioned that, you know, I've only had two really serious relationships in my life where I actually ended up getting married. And both those times when I met that person and when I met Lisa was when I was at the point of, I'm complete mm. as I am. I don't need anybody. I don't even particularly want anybody. I was finally satisfied and settled, you know, in the completeness of, of my being. Mm-hmm. And that's when they walk in the door for yeah, me. <laughs> that is. That's how it's that's for me, too, is when I feel that, like, I'm, 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 so, I'm, good, I'm good in me. And, and mm-hmm. that's when they arrive. And it's not when I'm, when I'm looking, you know, when I'm like, I need someone, I want someone. That's when they kind of, like, bounce off of me, right? It's like that magnetic thing yes. where we're like... Too ne- no, well, that's no two negatives make a positive. But anyways, it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> work out. Uh, and but when I found, found really done the work to just be okay and happy, and not more than okay, just really happy to be me, that's when all of a sudden there's like all these folks that show up, and uh-huh. it's there's really something to be said about doing that work for yourself. And it's yes. easier said than done, right? You don't doesn't happen overnight. You don't just press a button. You don't take a magic pill. There's a lot of work that comes into building self-love and self-worth yeah. that we talk about all the time in the podcast, but yeah. it really is important. Yeah, but I mean, the, the better and more attractive and complete a person you are, the the more attractive and complete and whole and balanced a person you're going to attract. Exactly. Oh, you know? yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting because <coughs> I came to Burning Man in 2011. And I had been doing a lot, a lot of work on myself. I mean, I've always... I have a big heart and I'm full of a lot of love, but I really, uh, I had a husband who, my first husband passed away from brain cancer and I had to really find my identity again because I'd been with him from 16 to 42 and all of a sudden here I was not a couple anymore and not part of two people together. And uh, through that, I, I went into another relationship where he was Prince Charming who actually turned around and just devastated me and and left me to be with another woman and I really found myself just spiraling and 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 on antidepressants and Ambien for sleeping and Xanax for the constant shaking of my nerves and I can resonate with any of you listening out there I mean the matters of the heart when you have your heart broken it's it's tough Mm. it's really tough and sometimes you wonder should I love again and what should I do and my journey ended up taking me to Burning Man and like Chris said when I came I was shooting star I had a new name and that name resonated because I had closed my eyes, an Indian chief named me, and he told me to go within and, and say a name of who are you. And I saw this bright white light, and I realized that inside of me, I had always had that light leading me and leading me to, to the light and to having a happier life. And I opened my eyes and said, star, I'm star. So when I came, I brought my husband's ashes, my first husband who passed ashes, to the temple. And I had done so much work, a lot of self-exploration, a lot of sexual exploration also. Mm. I dated a tantric sexual healer. That was a lot of fun. Really opening up my mind, body, heart, soul, yoni, every part of me. And when Chris met me in the way he met me, he saw the woman I had worked so hard to become. He saw this strong, independent woman. And it's kind of like Amy was saying, you don't just take a magic pill. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a work, it's a job, it's constant 
finding yourself falling down and getting back up again or pushing your limits and coming to Burning Man was like a big unknown for me. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you if you have any desire to ever come to Burning Man, do it because magic happens here. It totally does. Yeah, we're not sponsored by Burning Man, everyone, so you can come if you want. We don't really care. But <laughs> Yeah, actually, but if more of you don't come because yeah, it's so it's hard to get tickets. If you don't, but but <laughs> I mean, it's a really great when pe- for people who are feeling... Uh, lost, trying to find themselves. They've lost, feel like they've lost part of their identity. And, and it's not an easy place to do no. it, right? Like, I, w- I mean, you can share more about your love story, but I'm sure there was a lot of heart stuff there, yeah. too. It, just being in Burning Man, coming here in a place that, even if you're coming here in a challenging place, it's I describe it as the fast lane to work through shit, right? Oh, like yeah. If I was going to do 20 days of healing at home, I could do it in, like, maybe three days here, but it'll be really hard and pretty painful, but yeah. I'll get through it because... Burning Man, unless you just take too many drugs, <laughs> that's <laughs> a different story. Um, but it really allows you to feel things in a um, potent and very fast rate. Yes. Uh, th- and and it, you can feel whatever you want. I've been in the middle of parties here just bawling because I had to grieve in the middle of like a mar- you know, all these joyful humans. And I just felt safe to do that. So, yeah, yeah I would I, I suggest I suggest I call it ecstatic experiences. If you're feeling like life is dull or you're stuck or you're in a rut and you just need something to really like shock your system, go get an ecstatic experience. Like jump out of an airplane with a parachute, of course, you know, tandem <laughs> skydiving, go to Burning Man, go take some like wild sex class or just so things that really jolt your system yeah. that remind you that you're alive. Because I think that's the feeling of like <coughs> dullness or taking, you know, like you're saying, taking Xanax and, and yeah. Ambien. And yeah. You're turned down. You're almost. Oh turned yeah, off. I w- I yeah, but I I was doing it to survive. You yeah. know, I couldn't breathe. It was hard to breathe. I couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. I only wanted to sleep. I, I had the, my life pulled out from under me. You know, twice having ready for empty nests and this beautiful life with my first husband, and and he's gone. You mm-hmm. know, and then having another man who finally opened up my heart for four and a half years, saying he's going to marry me and. And he breaks me down instead. And so, yeah, I needed the drugs to kind of get me to the other side. I always knew it was a bridge. But going back to Burning Man, what happens at Burning Man is when you were talking about like things happening so rapidly you are really broken down here mm-hmm. first off you're off the grid so you're not you don't have to be anywhere any you're in the moment which is really powerful you're surrounded by a high frequency and energy of people that are all here full of love full of wanting change full of wanting to support and you create kind of this sacred container but you're also being challenged by the dust and the i mean it breaks you down mm-hmm. and so you can do a great deal of work um, I would say one of the things that came to mind, Amy, when you were talking about this is we have, I've, we've had three or four now three-day retreats for women for Heart of Manifestation, which kind of out of that was born Sacred Soulmates with Chris and I taking it to an even more refined level of what we're wanting to manifest, uh, which is a sacred partnership. And we create a sacred container where you're there for five days or three days. You check off your phone and you really do the personal work. You dive in deep. We have exercises that we do with people getting together in groups, not necessarily couple to couple, but it could be that way. And we just, we really get to the heart of the matter and the growth is amazing that takes place and it's, it's transformational. 
So it's something that I really love doing. And I actually did a talk yesterday here at Burning Man, mm. sitting in the shade to about 15 people about Sacred Soulmates. Had a few people in tears, named a few people that had breakthroughs. A woman who had just lost her husband, she named herself Reborn. Mm. That was her playa name. Mm -hmm. And she's looking for love again and at the same time going through grieving. And you can do that. You can do it together. Mm. And I did so much powerful grieving that I didn't realize was left inside me through my relationship with with Chris over here. So you didn't have to fully gr do all the grieving before you could join, you could come into this partnership and still, and Chris was allowing you to grieve in the partnership too, wasn't threatened by it. You could still grieve this past, I mean, I've heard you talk about your past partnership, your, your ex-husband with so much love and I don't see Chris flinch at all. I only see him just holding space for that and allowing like, yeah, that's part of your story. That's part yeah. of your life. And it's almost as if a lot of people in partnerships, you have to pretend like there wasn't good things before you, which is yeah. complete bullshit. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's so true. And it was interesting because um, when I met Chris, it, he he spoke very lovingly of his ex-wife in, in that, you know, referring to her as a goddess and she was a wonderful woman. And, and actually, instead of being threatened, which I, you can feel that ego, you can feel the threatening happen. But I guess at the place I was at feeling so solid and who I was and I had dated so many men because I really put myself out there and I'm going to tell women that are listening and men just because you have three or four or five dates that don't work out or maybe even more. Don't give up. Mm -hmm. It's all part of the experience. I called it my science experiment. Mm -hmm. And so many of the people I would date would trash their ex or make it everybody else's fault, not theirs. And the ones that were attractive to me and even the women I would talk to were the ones that that took some responsibility and realized the growth they needed to do to move into the next relationship. Mm -hmm. And so as I heard Chris referring so lovingly to, about her, it just made me feel touched in my heart that if I was ever in a relationship with him, I, I would, f I would be re referred to that way also. Yeah. And that so. because of the, the safety, this like, level of respect. Yeah. I, I, I really appreciate that. Of course we want people to do an authentic way. Don't be like, Oh, I'm just going to go around calling everyone goddesses so I can get laid now. You know? Yeah, no, there's <laughs> genuine and, and raw honesty is one of the other things that we talk about with our, um, sacred tools. I think, I feel a calling, and I'm going to do it in it because some of you have listened to the podcast. You've heard this story already, but since we're here at Burning Man, this is going to bring us to something I think that will be helpful. And um, that is the two other keys that we taught when we did your workshop. Mm. And one is, number one, when you're going to manifest or create anything in your life, especially also with a partner, because we're talking about that, you have to be really clear on what it is you're wanting. So that would be the first thing, because you can't just say, I want this amazing relationship, or I wish I could have a soulmate. That's enough to, to state that. But to go deeper into the levels of what does that look like? What does it taste like? What's it feel like? And, and, um, and we have tools where you make a list of 100 things. Did mm -hmm. I talk about that before on the podcast? I don't Is think it? so. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, so, so. Um, so so w I can go back to that in a few minutes because I want to stay targeted on, on what we were doing here. But you become very clear about what it is you're wanting in a relationship and actually like close your eyes and envision what that would feel like, what you're pulling in, how that feels to come home that night to your significant other, how it feels to go to sleep in their arms, preferably naked. That's one of the <laughs> skills we teach. Less Don't. Less clothes. <laughs> what? Less clothes. No flannel jammies. Yeah. <laughs> get that body 
together. That'll spice up your relationship right there. You know, if I... If you're sleeping with clothes, get them off. Mm-hmm. It's a rule in my bed. Right? <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> Are you sure of it? She started the rule. Yeah, it's a good one. If I go in with, if I'm wearing like a t-shirt, like, excuse me, what, what is this? <laughs> get that here. off. <laughs> yeah, there's something about that touching of the skin. So anyway, the hundred list, um, hundred thing list. It's a really great way to go deep into your soul and into your heart. And I had a mentor tell me about this that I really looked up to. And there was an actual article that I read about a woman who had done it, and she's taught many people. And it's actually when you write it down and you talk about it and think about it and you send that out to the universe, the thoughts, the manifesting, the creating of it, the universe provides. Uh, and, it, and it pulls back in that. So it really stretches you because you go through trustworthy, you know, I'm attracted to him, he has a sense of humor, we have intimacy, you know, great intimacy together. You have your basic things, but when you go deeper, then you can start to resonate with things that um, that really teach you more about yourself. Funny, funny thing, number like 87 on my list. Mm. I forgot about it because I had put it aside. And um, I was sitting there sharing it with Chris after we'd been together about three years. And it said, it'd be great if he spoke French. Oh. And... That wouldn't have made the difference. I mean, if, yeah. it, if I had this amazing partner, soulmate, and he didn't speak France, I, I wouldn't... France. French. France. He if he didn't France. speak France. <laughs> <laughs> Yeehaw. Okay, so, uh, it wouldn't have made a difference. But I read this list to him about three years later and saw that on there, forgot I had written, and Chris... Je parle français. <laughs> <laughs> I heard him sing in French. Yeah, really he surprised oh, me right. yeah. on our wedding and sang in French. And so that, all these surprise moments, and I've had a lot of uh, people I've worked with and coached with over the years, and so many of them have come back to say, oh, my gosh, I did this 100-thing list, and I really thought about it, and I read it, and I put it into my heart and put it out there. And sure enough, you know, this person came into their life that really hit and resonated on that. But the flip side of it is surrendering. And so the, the story about Burning Man, and you're, if you can share the surrendering, I think is. Yeah. Um, <coughs> it's an interesting. Um, your, mic's, di- your mic's not on, I don't think. Is your mic on? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. There we are. Okay, go. Never mind, everyone. Um, go. It's this interesting duality that you have to uh, kind of practice simultaneously. On the one hand, you need to be crystal clear on exactly what you want. You know, you have to have. You have to, the universe has to really know what you want. And anybody can make a list of 10 things, you know, attractive, you know, nice body, you know, uh, you know, Breathing. warm heart, yeah. you know, <laughs> faithful, you know, intelligent, good sense of humor. Those are easy. But it's, it's when you get into like 100 things, you got to really stretch and you realize certain things come back around, you know, that are different. You know, you say them different ways and you realize those things are really important. Um, so on the one hand, you got to be really crystal clear. On the other hand, at the same time that you're being crystal clear, you also have to completely get out of your own way and the universe's way because the universe might very well deliver exactly what you need, but not in a way that you ever expected. And that's exactly what happened with Lisa and I. And, you know, I talk about how, you know, sometimes your prince is going to look like a frog at first. Mm. You know, nobody mm-hmm. goes looking for a frog. But you kiss the frog. frog, I'm a frog. (laughs) And I know I'm not a frog. You know, I'm not ugly or anything. But I was kind of a frog to her. I didn't show up on her radar at all. Mm. You know, when she met me, she just saw this guy. Mm. There wasn't like, oh, I got to have him. Or, oh, that's my type. Or, oh, he's kind of cute. I wonder if he's single. There was none of that. She was just like, eh, 
you know, I guess I should give you a kiss. But, yes, <laughs> the kiss. That's so cool that you're saying the kiss to the frog. And now it's like making even more sense. I should have got it. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So, actually, and I think this is a great lesson also, is so I ended up at Burning Man and I brought Keith, who had passed away, his some of his ashes to take it to the temple. And that's why I came to Burning Man was they have this temple that they put up every year and you can actually feel the energy as you're walking towards it. It's a beautiful structure. It's different every year. And on the walls, by the end of the week and during the week, every square inch is covered by pictures of husbands, wives, cats, dogs, sisters, brothers, these stories of people who have passed. And there's also tucked in there these wonderful stories of rebirth and happiness and finding love. But you walk five feet and you're just feeling you know, you're feeling humanity as a whole that we all go through tough things. And, and you, in some ways, it, it actually helps you f be able to process yours and feel more supported. And so I went to take some of his ashes. And here's the frog thing. Now, the second night at Burning Man, I was asked to go into, into a motorhome. And this was the tantric sexual healer who is now my friend. Mm -hmm. said, come on in. We're going to go out on the playa, which is where we, all the music and the art's amazing at night. And um, I came into this motorhome, and everybody in the motorhome had been really partying, having a really good time. And men and women coming up and kissing me on the mouth and just greeting me with this affection. And it was like, okay, I'm at Burning Man. Mm -hmm. and, and Chris was sitting at a table with blue glitter in his goatee, his mm -hmm. hands folded under his chin, very calm and peaceful. And I, I joke that, if I was on a dating app, because I, did, I didn't do the swipe left and right, so I'm not sure which way you're supposed to swipe, but I would have swiped the way that, nope, he's not interesting to me. I assume swipe. I think you go left. If I think you go left. It, yeah. I don't know. Left is a no. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's not that he's not good looking. Um, he just didn't fit that, that radar of what I felt I was looking for. You mm -hmm. know, we get so much caught up on what the outside part of mm -hmm. that person looks like. And, you know, it's the soul. It's the whole thing. It's the whole part. So, speaking of the frog, I walked over, and because I was at Burning Man, I just said, oh, I, I guess I should give you a kiss, because he was the only one that didn't come up to me. And I bent over, totally expecting nothing but just to give an innocent little kiss. And when I stood up, it had been eight years since I had heard the word cancer in the emergency room from the doctor when my uh, husband was diagnosed. And I stood up. After that kiss, and you know, we talk about how you'll touch somebody or kiss somebody and you have that electric energy. You just got to jump in bed with them. You feel mm -hmm. that sexual energy and that's really freaking <laughs> amazing, right? But this was more powerful. This was deeper. This was soul, like into my soul healing. And I stood up and I felt my whole body just breathe and exhale of releasing pain. I just went... And I thought, it's just, I thought, have I been holding my breath at some deeper level since eight years ago when I heard that word cancer? And who is this man mm -hmm. with this blue glitter? And I'm going to give him another kiss. So I bent over and did that. Um, now on to, I've never really told the story this way, but I'm going to just jump forward because I didn't tell it in its entirety the way I normally do. But this is about the 100 thing list and the power of manifesting. So 
when I was going through my lowest point of devastation with the second man and my first husband dying, I ended up at River Inn in Big Sur writing in my journal and crying. And I wrote even then on, the, on that day, I believe in bold letters that my heart, I will find love again, mm-hmm. even though I didn't know if I would. But I wanted to write that and believe it. And I ended up going into the store there, this little store called Heartbeat. And there were beautiful candles there and on healing, health, prosperity, etc. There was one called Eternal Love, red candle, beautiful, with a, a black ink heart surrounded by thorns embedded into it, which was fitting for love, you know, the pain and mm. the both sides of love. And there were words on the side of the candle that said discovery of a soulmate, which resonated with me because discovery of a soulmate, it's discovery of yourself and discovery of another person when you're looking for love. And so I lit this candle. I brought it home and lit it for two years, not every day, but three, four times a month. And I was dating and going through my sex exploration, but I constantly lit that candle and put out to the universe as I watched the flame flicker. I I surrender, please guide to me somebody who can embrace all the love in my heart. I almost brought that candle to Burning Man, but I heard it might melt (laughs) in the hundred something degrees. Mm -hmm. And so back to kissing my frog and having that wonderful feeling. Ribbit. (laughs) Ribbit. (laughs) About about four or five hours later, after being out on the playa and dancing and feeling this connection and realizing we only live 45 minutes away from each other, which is unusual in Mm -hmm. itself at Burning Man, we're walking by the temple where I was going to take this honoring of of Keith who had passed. I hadn't done it yet. And I was feeling this connection to this man and really getting to know him. And all of a sudden I looked over and I said, what's this business you had for 10 years? (laughs) And that's when he said, "Uh, I had a company that made high-end candles and sold them all over the world. (laughs) And he started to describe them. And when you're at Burning Man in the middle of the playa, you can feel the energy of 65,000 people all around you. You can feel the vibration of it. it you're in a big city. That's, and I stopped and went, oh, my God, there's this many people there. And I said, did your candle say something about discovery? And he goes, yeah. Eternal love, discovery mm-hmm. of a soulmate. It was our biggest seller. Yeah. Yeah. And she just, like, she stopped walking. I kept walking. And so I realized she was, like, just dead in her tracks, <laughs> just jaw hanging open, yeah. mm-hmm. looking around going, there's 65,000 people here, and, and this is the guy I met. Mm-hmm. You know? That made the candle that I've been lighting. Yeah. Yes. The candle on the vigil. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and so I've told this story a lot, but when I, and sitting here at Burning Man, it's really powerful because it just shows you, I mean, we didn't know what that journey was going to take us to, but I knew that there was something pretty powerful here, that I could give him a kiss and feel that that peace come over my body. And then to find out, he wrote the words on that candle. So we lit it at our wedding four years later mm. at River Inn and brought it actually to Burning Man and had a, a wedding where... Um, playa wedding. The playa wedding, and Amy was there. Mm-hmm. It was last wonderful. Year, or was it was a year before last year. Two years yeah, ago, two yes. Years. And we lit the candle, and then we took sparklers and passed them around, so it kind of spreading the flame. But, th- but the message I want to say to you out there listening all you wonderful listeners who um who follow these podcasts that are so wonderful that both uh, april and amy do is that 
this story is not about me. It's about something bigger than me. And it's why we're stepping into this soul purpose teaching because there's a couple things. One was I allowed myself to go and kiss this man who I ne necessarily wouldn't. It doesn't mean go walk up and kiss every person <laughs> out there, but it means be more open to yeah. that. You know, be open that you never know. I mean, he is the divine, right, perfect soulmate for me. And, uh, and then secondly, be clear on what you want and believe in your positive affirmation. Above all, just keep believing in that. And, and the universe will provide the thoughts. If you keep saying, and I've heard women say this, or men, oh, there's no one good left, or mm -hmm. I'm not going to find anyone, or I always have a bad relationship, that's what you're going to draw mm -hmm. in. You know? It's well, and I say also, if you feel that way, it means that there's work to do because like, there, there's truth in, in patterns and why we do choose people that are not necessarily good for us because there's something that we haven't worked through yet that we're and it's not just the universe magnetizing it's literally old wounding that's yes. magnetizing yes. it's like therapy stuff it's therapeutic stuff it's not just like gems and crystals and hippie shit it's no. it's a sign that there's work to do so that um, like mommy issues and daddy issues yes. so that you can actually call forth the person that supports you mm -hmm. and helps you grow and uh, teaches you and you know becomes that soulmate or that, that yes. sacred partnership yeah mm -hmm. that's so true Amy it's so true and it's just uh, and, and so we actually have, I do an interview with every person that comes to our retreat and workshops. Mm -hmm. And Chris will be doing interviews sometimes with the men. Um, we'll just pass that off between us. But we ask four questions. They're very simple questions, but they're questions to really find out where you are in your journey of the heart. And if you're connected to heart, mind, soul. And because um, we, we create a sacred container where, where people are at that place to do the deeper personal work and if I do an interview with someone and I feel that they're not quite there it's not that they're not welcome to be with us but I suggest that they continue to do the personal work mm -hmm. and then come back and yeah. be a part of it mm -hmm. because uh, you want you want to feel that growth in the dynamics of the crowd that's mm -hmm. that's there and we become very tight y you learn and grow from each other yeah. I learn every time I facilitate mm -hmm. you know I'm just holding that space but so back to the so gratitude was one yes. so you're listening out there attitude of gratitude huge uh -huh. and then being clear on what you want mm -hmm. so that was one and with being clear with what you want was allowing the surrendering Mm -hmm. So you had a little more to say now that I've shared the story about how <laughs> you chose to do the surrendering and how you shared that with me. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I kind of just had to surrender because, like you said, the relationship <laughs> I didn't was, make him do it. She didn't make me do anything. <laughs> she was yeah. never pushing me or cajoling me or anything. She was just being her amazing, wonderful self. And the more we talked and I mean, when I got back from Burning Man, well, back up, when I went to Burning Man, I went just because a, a friend dragged me there, mm. basically. A good friend dragged me there, but I wasn't really planning to go. I had no interest in going. I just didn't have a good reason not to when he called me, and so I went. But my, the last thing I said to him practically as we got here was, you know, I'd, just, I'd still been going through a long divorce. I had just ended a, you know, a, a very uh, arm's-length relationship, which was like about all I ever wanted again, and that didn't work out because, um, you know, she started wanting more, which is totally normal, and, but I didn't, so that ended, and I was like, that's it, I'm done. I told him, look, I don't want to meet any women. I don't want to hook up. I don't want to get laid. Just, I just want to hang out and party with you. At so, Burning Man? No. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, I can control that, right? And so he's like, yeah, don't worry about it, man. He's like, there is like 70,000 people from all over the planet here. The chances of meeting somebody who like even lives remotely near you are astronomical. Mm. So then, of course, like two hours later, you know, in walks you know, Lisa, <laughs> Lisa who lives 45 <laughs> minutes away from mm. me. And, um, and so 
I was in this real duality of um, like being clear actually that I didn't want a relationship, you know, and, and really trying to resist it and, and putting up all the red flags that, you know, would naturally come, you know, that I could say to make her realize, you know, I wasn't interested, she wasn't mm -hmm. my type. And on the other hand, being completely drawn into her, mm. um, really feeling that energy and that connection and knowing that there was something powerful there, and, but just not wanting to accept it, you know? And so that was kind of my, my battle. Um, and uh, it, took, it took a few weeks um, just on the phone, but she, she was just so wonderful and she kept showing up in my life in these amazing ways. And, and uh, f finally, I, I just texted her, I surrender. Mm. <laughs> I was like, that's it. I'm just going to do this. And whatever happens, happens. Obviously, I'm supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. And so I, I did surrender. Um, and, and here I am. And, it, you know, it's, it's been totally blissful, you know. But getting back to what you were talking about, um, about um, <coughs> you were talking about... Um, Oh, uh, the tips for the soulmates. The well, the, yeah, the relationships. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, your your soul partner really healing you. Mm -hmm. um, that was a really powerful thing with Lisa, that she didn't run away, where a lot of other women might have run away, because I was still talking about my my ex wife, mm -hmm. in a very honoring way, yes. and I did hold her in a pedestal because she was an amazing and is an amazing woman, and um, and I still you know letting go, and, and and my heart was still healing from that. And instead of Lisa kind of running away and being like, oh, well, you know, he's still, he's still hung up on his ex-wife, yeah. she kind of, you know, worked, helped me sort of work through that, mm -hmm. you know? So that was a very big thing for her to do because yeah. a lot of women would have been like, well, not this guy. Because it up. should be all about me now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was, and, and I, I help her work through a lot of stuff. We're still healing each other, you know, in a lot of ways from our past wounds, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, it's, it's interesting that... You know, what, what qualifies Chris and I to be holding these workshops and retreats and teaching sacred soulmates? I mean, who, who are we and why are we doing this? And there's nothing better than a lesson and a Ph.D. in life and life lessons. Mm -hmm. And when you go through that, I, I was actually talking to a woman last night uh, who came to our talk here at Burning Man. And sh her husband recently passed. And I helped her find her name and her name was reborn which was really a cool name for her to have she is a psychotherapist and she said she's helped people with grief for years and for healing and she said i didn't i did not get it until i really lost my husband mm. and the more i talked to her she said you really get this you understand it so um grief and loss whether however you do it through breakup or death or whatever and then finding love again, there's just, th there's these tools and lessons that we feel we can impart and teach. And, uh, and it's made a difference. It's made a difference in people's lives that we've done this with. So, um, so tell people where they can, so you're, so you, you have sacredsoulmates.com now, right? Yes. Uh -huh. So we have, we actually just two websites. So, uh, the first one, which is our main home uh, the manifestation is www.heartofmanifestation.com. On that, there is a link directly going into Sacred Soulmates, mm -hmm. but you can also pull up Sacred Soulmates on its own, www.sacredsoulmates.com. We have uh, an amazing, really exciting uh, 
exotic vacation retreat coming up in Mexico. And our very own, we're hoping, it's looking very hopeful here, that um, Amy is going to be there <laughs> teaching the sacred intimacy and Tantra and connections. And, and then my other business partner, Cher, will also, so there'll be four coaches. Uh, Cher has a master's in spirituality, and she also is trained in dynamic awareness, which is a really powerful tool for releasing subconscious blocks that hold us back. Mm. And then Chris and I will will be there. Mm. And <laughs> he's over there yawning. We've yeah. been having so much fun at Burning Man. So mm -hmm. it's seven days, excuse mm -hmm. me, five days. It's uh, November 7th through the 11th in Todos Santos, Mexico mm -hmm. at a beautiful boutique hotel called Serendipity. And there'll be morning meditation on um, beach walks. There'll be yoga, partner yoga and yoga. And Chris, who's a professor black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, will be teaching introduction into that for men and women. And there'll be breakfast and lunch included, sitting out by the pool. That sounds nice right now, huh? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we have a Cordon Bleu chef that's going to be teaching us all one night, hands-on cooking Mexican cuisine, drinking organic wines from the region. And... A very special night in sunset releasing of baby turtles mm. which is very spiritual thing to watch and every day you'll have three and a half hours of coaching and getting together to really do the work of the heart and soul whether you're searching for a soulmate or already in a soulmate relationship so and we'll couples break and off. singles yeah. yeah so we'll break it off where we need to and then we'll come together mm -hmm. And uh, so you got plenty of time to, you know, enjoy the town, yes. you know, swim, have a vacation. So it's not like you have to give up your vacation work. to yeah. do this. It's like yeah. it's a vacation with an intention. Yeah. So you can go with your partner or go, you know, alone. Or singles to, to can or come, a single yeah. and, and really create, you know, leave with more than just a great rest. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Sounds beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Um, and this is, so to learn more about that, go to sacredsoulmates.com. There's more information There's info there. Yes. There's a link on there. We'll, we'll talk about Sacred Soulmates. You get to meet the coaches. And then also there's a link where you click on, it'll take you, swing you back into Heart of Manifestation, which has a whole write-up and the cost and everything for, uh, the retreat in Mexico and for you listeners Ooh. we are going to give a discount and we, we only have limited space there's just 20 20 spaces there but um, if you mention uh, the podcast when you call or write to us actually what you do is you go on the website and you put down that you want more information mm. you give us your name and your phone number and we'll reach out to you <coughs> and um, just mention it. Shameless sex. Shameless, shameless sex. And you get 10% off, Ooh. which is a nice discount on the trip. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe we'll have even another little surprise for you. Uh, we like goodies. Yeah, goody, goody, goodies. And, and then you also offer, you do coaching too, right? So you also do. Do, that, do coaching with people. You can do it in person and online. That's yes. Right? Yeah. So we're actually creating a group coaching, uh, which will be online, Zoom coaching. And that's more cost effective for people that want to do that. And it's kind of, it's a nice way to do the coaching because you're going to learn the principles and the sacred tools. And then there'll be some interaction with people asking questions and getting answers. So that really helps create that dynamic. But we also do one-on-one -on -one coaching too. Mm -hmm. Nice. And that's on sacredsoulmates.com. People yes. can work with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So many wonderful offerings. Yep. So there's yeah. retreats. There's one-on-one. -on -one, there's group work. It doesn't, you don't have to live in Santa Cruz, no. but you, if you do, then you can access it that way. Otherwise, you can do it all online. You've got the, the lovely coupon code there. And then there's the past episodes, as we said in the, in the beginning, for you to tune in if you want to learn more about um, their their offerings. Uh, there's number f our episode number 45, Heart of Manifestation. 
uh, and sacred sexuality. And then there's also number 43, the Be Empowered Jiu-Jitsu for Self-Defense. Uh, you can learn more about what these two wonderful beings have to offer us. Ah, any last words before we head back out into the dust? Well, I, I, the little sacred bonus tool that we gave that night, the sacred intimacy dates. Oh yeah, what's the bonus tool? I oh yeah. think that's a good thing for us, especially with shameless sex. I think it's a really good idea. What, what so you got? Definitely. So you want to start a little bit and then I'll finish up? Yeah, it's quick, but it's, uh, it's really powerful. I'm really lucky that my sacred soulmate partner here is, is so committed to relationships. And I, uh, you know, in my, my last marriage, we were not committed to the relationship. You know, we got, you know, started running a business together and then we had two babies. And so we became, you know, parents, business owners, homeowners, and kind of lost the whole beginning of why we were together and, you know, kind of took for granted that we would just be together but, you know, we didn't really actually actively work on, you know, making time to be together and really focusing on, you know, our intimacy and our relationship and growing that, you know. And so I'm really lucky that Lisa is, you know, dedicated to that. And we will have sacred intimacy nights. Um, you know, we started out at least once a, a month and now it's getting to be more weekly. And it doesn't mean just like, you know, having great sex, although it could totally mean that. That's, that's totally fine. <laughs> and that is fine. But um, <laughs> it's just really more about, okay, we're going to just really connect. Kind of like, you know, it was our first date or something. We're going to, you know, maybe we're just going to grab a bottle of wine and go sit and watch the sunset at the beach, mm -hmm. you know, or, you know, go out and grab a bite somewhere together. Um, or just sit in the hot tub and really share and talk. But we're not going to talk about business or taxes or, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, things from the heart. Mm -hmm. And um, and maybe, you know, maybe we'll end up in the bedroom. And, and you know, if we do that, it's going to be a really, you know, uh, uh, honoring. And, you know, we're going to try to make strides with our, our intimacy f physically as well. And so it's always about trying to, you know, keep it alive and make it better, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. And so those of you that are listening, because we want to, you know, if you're single, you're saying, well, that tool doesn't help me. However, what it can help you do is reflect on past relationships and seeing if something like that might have made a difference. Mm -hmm. um, or sacred intimacy nights with yourself. And that's exactly yeah. that's what I was going to say. Yeah, develop is your own that sexuality. It's really important to stay in touch with your own sexuality and your own intimacy and just that part of your being who you are and opening up that, keeping that energy flow going because you're going to be calling that in because it's easy to close that off yeah and the point we made is uh, we'd like to make is you know people are so um diligent about you know scheduling their oil change mm -hmm. and you know making sure they have their doctor appointment and their dentist appointments and you know taking care of the mundane things they end up on the calendar because that has to happen right but your relationship doesn't always end up on the calendar you know mm -hmm. it's like you got to actually put something in there make sure that that shit happens Mm -hmm. You know, make sure we go out, make sure we connect, make sure we, you know, grow our relationship. Yeah, there's like a logistical part of the scheduling. You get that on the calendar, but then when you actually do it, it's not logistics. It's it's you schedule it. And then when you're in it, it's about heart connection. Exactly. And it's really real yeah. um, and not getting stuck. Like, so what do you do today? And what do you have to right. do tomorrow? And all that right. stuff, which is how a lot of people are communicating these days. Yeah, so yeah it, do, it does become that way. And, and it's interesting. I when you're in a relationship and you're comfortable and you're happy with each other and you're tired because you've been working and you're running around the kids or cooking dinner or doing all the stuff you're doing, believe me, there are nights where it's like, okay, I don't know if I really want to have a sacred intimacy night. I don't know if I have the energy for it. And I just want to sit on the couch, you know, and veg out and I'll go upstairs and he's done this before and he doesn't listen to me. 
<laughs> which is a good time to not listen to me. And he'll light the candles, have the incense, the twinkly lights on, the music playing up there. And I'll go, oh, he's taking that time to do that. And I go into the bathroom and put on something sexy and we just have this wonderful evening and it's like I'm so glad that you knew I needed this mm -hmm. instead of just sitting there yeah, so you know, sometimes you don't know that you need it yeah and, and it's yeah. just not all about hot sex and it is definitely hot amazing beautiful intimacy and sex but it's also just about just stopping and connecting mm -hmm. and really looking into each other's heart and soul mm -hmm. and being there Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yay, well, we're all going to go do that on the playa now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but maybe with some strangers, too. Who knows? <laughs> Anything's possible. Oh, I love you, too. You're oh, we love you, love too. You. It's so special to be able to do this at yeah. Burning Man. Sorry for the air conditioning noise, everyone. I'm sure it's not that bad, but it's keeping us cool. Yeah. We're enjoying it. We're, <laughs> we're staying cool. We got to just, yeah. it's a perk of doing podcasts. I we got to get in somebody's like, trailer. Ah, <laughs> a break. We, can, we could do it out next to the bass music, but this yeah. is how we do. So yeah. Love you too. I mean, love all of our listeners. We love you, yes. April. And um, yeah. I guess uh, that will be the end. Wish us luck tonight on Burn Night. Yes. Ciao for now. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.